The Sheila Zielinski Show, the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now, here is your host, Sheila Zielinski. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zielinski Show for this June 14th, 2016 edition. I broadcast Monday to Friday, that's weekdays, at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern on WINB. For more ways to listen, go to WeekendVigilante.com and simply click on the Listen tab for more ways to listen to the program, including the podcast, the customized app. Hey, I'm getting some great feedback on the Weekend Vigilante app for smart devices. All that information is linked there on the Listen tab at WeekendVigilante.com. And do like me on social media. All those icons are up at the top right. And we're going to jump right into the program. My guest today really needs no introduction. He's a regular on this show. He is the highly acclaimed author, renowned researcher, and watchman on the wall. You all know him, the one and only Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com. Steve, welcome to the program. It is a pleasure to have you come back and weigh in on the epidemic of insanity that we see unfolding around us. Well, thank you, Sheila. And what we're experiencing is the total narrative of world events being scripted by none other than Satan himself. We've watched over and over and over again the building momentum like a volcano ready to explode of the anti-Christian rhetoric, the hate, the contempt even coming from the entity in Washington, D.C. If you notice yesterday, in light of everything that's gone on, there was no mention, once again, of tying in the events with Islamic terrorism. Now I want to deal with the whole, if you will, paradigm and the narrative. Was it a false flag? Yes. Were people really killed? Yes. Is the ultimate purpose of this gun control? Yes. But it even goes beyond that because, listen, as you know, I've been on talk radio for 25 years, Sheila. Uh, you develop people that you trust. You develop people that you put on never talk to again list. By the way, mine has uh, risen just from the amount of emails, <laughs> but the point is, is that there's so much data out there, and even friends that I have, high-ranking friends and different aspects of government and military said this is the greatest cover-up in the making and they said it's it's like everybody's winging it well let's go through a couple things and i'll tell you first of all boots on the ground and you got to look at the holes in the wall now i've been in the firearms business for probably 35 years a gun guy a firearms guy had my own indoor shooting ranges on two separate occasions, gone to different schools. All that to say this, one person with an AR-15 and a 30-round magazine cannot blow people to bits or pieces. I don't know the ammo yet. The ballistics haven't come out, but I can tell you the standard military ball ammo is not capable of the carnage that's being reported. According to a law enforcement source on the spot who went into the scene, he said there were body parts all over. They were blown up. You can look at the hole blown in the wall. I guarantee you a 223 can't do that. So the whole narrative has been uh, centered around gun control. 
and the AR-15s. And, you know, in my opinion, the people that died are the central issue here. Now, why would this happen? Well, I believe God has given us a hallmark, if you will, a supernatural testimony, an attestation, a second witness, because Sheila, the name of the bar, as you know, was Pulse. Yes. And that was the name of the nightclub. But it's also the name of the coming event in July, I think it's the 16th of July, by a group called Pulse also. So that are basically evangelical Christians that are going to meet in Washington, D.C. before the phallic symbol of the Washington Monument with the Pope, okay, and basically talk about there really aren't that many differences between Catholicism and uh, Protestantism. The point is, is that the people that are promoting it are some of the most scripturally ignorant people that I've ever seen in the world who attempt that time to time to uh, quote the Bible. We're watching this now now let me develop this for people and boy step right in we're seeing this whole idea that the world's going to be as one tal brook uh, wrote a book years ago t-a-l-b-r-o-o-k-e called when the world is as one we've seen this pope the pope the guy that's in the uh, vatican do more damage to the gospel of jesus christ than i believe that even the skeptics through the ages have done now, it's fascinating to me that we have an, an incident happening. Now, July, you know, is a month that everybody's claiming something's really going to go down. So the question that people have got to ask themselves, is there a message in here that's being sent? The Bible says, the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. You could not orchestrate this thing any better than it appears to be taking place. And, I, and you know this, I believe that Satan uses human agents, but he ultimately rules the world through his fallen angels who have taken on, if you will, the uh, literal personage of some of the most famous people in the world. In other words, what you're seeing are dupes. And for the record, Sheila, you and I, over the years that uh, you've had me on or we've been talking on talk radio, I've been talking about transhumanism and all that. That's for another time. But here's the point. We're watching a reset. It's not just the culture, but it's the church. You know, <laughs> what did Jesus say? There'll come a time when, quote, people will kill us believing they're doing God a favor. And just like that young lady who just was one of the first martyrs, she opened her arms to the man who shot her. And you saw the story. He hated her because she's a Christian. Yeah. And I want to say something, Sheila, because I don't know that I've ever said this, but I'm putting it in full today. And uh, by the way, we'll be on, then I go on with Doug Hagman's, and then later tonight I'll be on Coast to Coast. But there's a book I want people to get. It's written by Sig Swanstrom. It's called God, Guns, and Guts. But I recommend everybody get that book because one of the number one things that the Muslims understand of why most of Christianity, not all of it, but the majority of it is going to roll over and let them kill them is because of their misunderstanding of the scripture. There's a difference between killing, thou shall not murder, and being able to defend yourself. As Paul said, any man that didn't uh, provide for his family is worse than an infidel. And so there's a difference between self-defense and cold, calculated murder. What we saw the other day in Florida, Orlando, was calculated murder with an agenda attached to it in order to bring about the uh, 
basis of firearms control. Notice that the entity uh, in the White House, and by the way, I was the first guy to name that guy Abaddon, which means a destroyer. For someone who always gets accused of being always wrong, I can challenge anybody to prove me wrong on anything I've said about what would take place under his rule and reign of terror. And you use the same thing I do, uh, you know, Caligula on steroids. We haven't seen anything yet. And, you know, Sheila, I have a critic. He says, how can you talk so much and say so little? My answer to that guy is because you're deaf. You don't hear anything, nor will you accept anything. You know who I'm talking about. So let's go through real quick. If the Christians, if you don't believe in defending the gospel, most people won't defend Jesus, okay? They won't defend him. They won't even stand up. They won't speak up. They won't speak out against the total assault on the Son of God. They won't even raise an eyebrow against blasphemy. And now I understand the scripture, you know, for it was given power to make war on the saints in the book of Daniel and to prevail over them. We're going to lie down as a world body, the majority, and just take it. Well, I got news for you. At least if you're going to be a sheep, be a mountain sheep and head to the high places in the living God and fight for your territory, which is your wife, if you're married, your life, your family, your friends, and your true believers. And I'm praying, Sheila, for everyone that listens to this broadcast today, the most important prayer that they can pray in relationship to those they relate to even if it's family members, God, take the ones out of my life that will not walk with you, serve you, and would only betray me, and and meaning not me, Steve Well, but whoever is praying this prayer, show me, Lord, those people and take them out of my life. Because you know what? People come into our life, people go out of our life. But the ones that God brings into our life, and you've heard me make this statement, it's more important now than it's ever been at any time in history. God will give you better friends than you choose for yourself. But you cannot walk in agreement unless you agree. Agreement in the scripture is an attitude of prayer. Jesus said, wherever two or more agree on earth is touching anything on earth, that will be done for us by our Father in heaven. Now, that word agreement means symphony. You have to be on the same, quote, sheet of music in order to understand the bars, the stanzas, the meter, and even the key you're playing in. But most people are dancing to the tune of the devil, the Pied Piper from Perdition. And one thing that's come out of the situation in Orlando is that truly people are seeing the vomit brokers for what they are. That's mainstream media. So I'm going to run through four things, you know, and this is on an article that I think is really good. You've probably seen it. Five reasons to question the official story of the Orlando shooting by Brandon Turberville. The FBI knew about the shooter and investigated him prior to the attack. That's the case in all of these. The shooter had a connection to a known ISIS recruiter. That's the case in all these. The shooter's father was a former Afghan presidential candidate who supported the Taliban. Huh, gee, why does that surprise me? And the FBI's history in creating terrorism. But here's the most disconcerting factor in the whole dialogue that you and I are having today. Comey said he's confused about why this happened. Did you see that story? Yes, I did. James Comey is confused, and he's head of the FBI. He's confused. Here you have the top law enforcement officer on a federal level under the Justice Department, and he's confused. Let me say this. How plain can it be? Hi, I'm going to have an incident three days before. Hi, we're going to make war on Florida. 
days before. Let me share something about how those guys work. Every single one of these instances could have been interrupted before they happened. Every single one. And I've talked to so many federal law enforcement agents that said, we were told, Steve, we were ordered to stand down. And you know what they use against them? They use their paycheck, their pension, or their family will come into harm's way. Now, I understand that, okay? But what's important that we're seeing in real time, we're seeing the judgment, and I'm talking upon the nation, the United States, the Christians. And look, here's the thing. Jesus said we're the salt of the earth. He said we're the light of the world. And if the light goes out, the people stumble in darkness. And just like we talked before we actually started, uh, you know, taping the show or recording the show, Sheila, that young lady, you know, Christine, uh, uh, that was murdered, she was murdered by a Jesus Christian-hating guy, and she had her arms open. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. The world hates Jesus and has declared war upon him and his followers. You cannot kiss and embrace the rear end of the enemy and expect it to be taken in the same context as a holy kiss as stated in the Bible, where you greet each other in genuine love and acceptance and mutual acknowledgement that you're all saved when you agree, or those who are saved by the blood of the Lamb are brethren. The Satanists have 147,000 people signed up for their next event. The situation is spiraling out of control. And I want to, you know, there's just so much stuff to talk about. So the neuro-linguistic programming is going on pulse. Now, what's a pulse? The pulse is the heartbeat that's measured. It's the flow of blood. It's the speed at which the blood comes out of the heart and flows back into the heart. The pulse of America, I think, can I be blunt? I think not only are we on life support, but we're comatose and we're just about ready to flatline. So basically, yes, there was an event in uh, Florida. Yes, it was a false flag, so to speak. The entire agenda was centered around a rifle, wrongly so. You know what brought out the truth? It was alternate media quoting everybody who were eyewitnesses saying, hey, I saw a guy talking on his phone when the terrorist claiming he's talking to three others. According to the best sources I have now, three shooters, one female suicide bomber. It's not based on some guy's post on Facebook who people say he may or may not be legit. This is based on eyewitness testimony. I've talked to military guys who have been around IEDs and explain the carnage of an explosive crime scene, meaning where everybody's body parts are blown all over. By the way, the gentleman that went and saw and reported in real time, I want everybody to know, I'm on the phone with my friend, his best friend, his boots on the ground there, law enforcement, talking in real time, and he's passing it on in real time. The guy has not given me any misinformation. And my friend was was saying, Steve, he's really broken up. He said he has never seen such gore. So what is the reason for covering up the bomber? Well, it's simple, because it doesn't fit the agenda of taking away those dangerous assault rifles. Sheila, since this whole thing began with the war on terror after 9-11, the whole war, not one single terrorist training camp in America, of which now there are hundreds, has been raided. There's always an excuse. And ladies and gentlemen, the idea that the worst criminals are being turned loose in America. 
that there are warehouses full of firearms, that churches are no longer safe. Well, the ones that are safe are obviously the ones that love everybody, you know, embrace everybody and are so politically correct that God literally will vomit them out of his mouth. You know, never in my history on talk radio have I seen such an absolute aberration where people just choose to take the narrative. And tonight on Coast to Coast, I'll be sharing some understanding on just how the human brain works and how much mind control is going on through our iPads, through our computers, through the music we hear, through the towers we see that are supposedly cell towers. I'll make it simple. Imagine every single image you see is almost like a still photograph, but the brain in its marvelous creation puts it all together in a flow of life. We're reacting to photons. And so, you know, all the craziness that's out there. Yes, CERN is ripping the fabric of uh, our dimension apart, but it's not as you've dealt with. It's not the Mandela effect. It has nothing to do with the name of it. it has nothing to do with the, the man Mandela. It's a mis appropriated term and the people are uh you know missing the whole point they'd rather fight with each other and and by the way i don't know if you're getting it but the flat earthers and the mandela effect and everybody out there where is jesus in the argument where are the people bringing people to the lord jesus christ so all i can tell you is it's static that's what i see going on the idea that christians are being neuro-linguistically programmed to basically join with the Vatican, that there's really no difference, and that they're having it take place in front of an obelisk, and for the record, no one can challenge me on an obelisk, no one. The history of an obelisk is a phallus, it's obviously in commemoration of the lost part of Osiris, and the people understood the history of the world, but that's why it's kept from them. So even though you put a cross on a phallus, means nothing. It doesn't mean that was conquered. Actually, it's the other way around. So the Luciferian communication structure is underway to spiritually reset America forever. We're at that point. We're no longer looking that it might happen in the future. It's present tense. Go ahead, Sheila. That was my introduction. (laughs) Well, you know what's strange, Steve, is several months ago, you and I did a show about Islam. Right out of the gate, we talked about how this burqa-cladded nanny beheaded a four-year-old girl and paraded her severed head through the streets of Moscow, shouting Allah Akbar. And I said to you, why is it, Steve, that it's crickets chirping in the bought and paid for mainstream media that she was a Muslim? No, she was troubled. They said she was mentally ill, deeply disturbed. Perhaps she was having a bad hair day. But let's not call her an Islamic terrorist. Do you find it interesting, Steve, that the, as you call him, the entity in the White House, he too refuses to use that term? Him and his gun-grabbing cronies like Diane Not-So-Feinstein, they're always seizing every opportunity to expunge the Second Amendment right to self-defense. Just ask the experts on gun control. Ask Mao Zedong, Stalin, Hitler, Idi Amin, Pol Pot. This is a gun-free zone, or what I like to call fish in a barrel. We don't need to ban guns. We need to ban Muslims. We know that 50 cals, they're not the issue here. Hillary wants to restrict all multi-shot firearms. These kingpins orchestrate the threat, and then they provide the solution. Gun control. Steve, we've been infiltrated, invaded, and occupied. This is a shakedown, breakdown. This is a takedown. 
Well, it is. Take down and take out forever. And, and let's go to the root of evil. You know, I like to talk about the root of evil versus the fruit of evil. The root of evil, and this is where people cannot get it. And I'm going to ask you, do your people understand this statement? That World War III is being manipulated in order to bring on the scene the Antichrist, who the world of Islam claims is their Mahdi, M-A-H-D-I. Everything makes sense. You have a Muslim president and the horse manure, the absolute flatulent, here we go, flatulent loosed lips (laughs) that continually spew out nothing but uh, undigested food, okay? Breaking wind and breaking our ears by the shrill cry of the hellish harpies. Boy, I must like alliteration. (laughs) The the point is, is that we are in a period of total takeover. And if the DUD, dumb unto death people, don't get it, they're going to be destroyed. You know, this is interesting, isn't it? Watch how every aspect of our society has crumbled. This is a communist, Luciferian, Muslim takedown of the United States and takedown of the world. Did everybody notice how it's happened in Europe, how it went from, you know, Western Europe and the history of Western Europe and the Crusades? Listen, if if people don't get it, this is the opposite now of the Crusades. This is a total takeover and takedown of the world. Look at the U.S. fertility rates. Actually, I agree with one of the imams that made the statement, you guys can't even produce anymore. Right. You know, your, our sperm counts are so low that the IQ scale no longer applies to intelligence, okay? It is that pathetic. And yet they're saying that your women, meaning, you know, Western women, will be the ultimate swords, their wombs. I'm quoting now. If this is offensive to people, grow up. You know, their wombs will become where our future warriors will proceed seed from will conquer you this is their, these are their terms okay and unless the people of god intercede now i want to share something every email i've gotten from i would call serious christians praying christians who have walked with the lord who've talked with the lord who are broken in heart broken in spirit their tears have covered the altar their tears have covered the pillows their pillows at night they absolutely are in a position to, I would say this, have demonstrated the fruit of their love for Jesus, they're all saying the same thing to me, it's over. Only, God said, it started, it won't stop, it's over. And that means for the nation. Because again, I've said so many times to people, you say, yeah, yeah, you hate your country. I love the country that was. I love the country that honored God. I no longer know the country that is. It's not our country anymore. People say, they can't do that, it's unconstitutional. Do you think those people that will murder 52 people or 500 people or 5,000 or 5 million care? They don't care. The problem is, is that I wish I could really say what I mean because I don't know certain words to use in place of the words I'd like to use. The thing is, is that, you know, there's nothing in a human effort, yours, mine, or anybody on talk radio, we can't do anything except maybe give a key at some point to some piece of information that causes it to click for someone else. It's the most frustrating thing that I know.
Well, and you know what's frightening, Steve, too, is that when you look at the concerted effort that's going on to dumb us down, as you said, mind control, political correctness is the order of the day. When you make the connection, how this guy worked for G4S, this is the largest security firm in the world. That should have raised a red flag when he passed the security check. And, you know, he's been under investigation. He's got links to the CIA and, of course, transporting illegal immigrants Inside the U.S., he was interviewed by FBI three separate times. But good old Mao Zedong in a skirt, Hillary, State Department head, scrubbed it. So clearly, when you look at his connections to CIA, DHS, FBI, in fact, the FBI didn't get there till something like 16 hours after. I mean, clearly, there's some people at the highest levels complicit in this, Steve. Well, here's the deal. If anybody hasn't figured it out yet, you are now prisoners in your own country. The noose is tightening. The borders for us are tightening, but they're opening to everyone. Well, Sheila, I talked to the former commandant of Guantanamo Bay about what's happening in in light of the fact he uh, stepped down probably two years ago, I believe. And the thing that's interesting, when you talk to brigadier generals, their attitude is such, and I post his stuff, by the way, in my alerts, and I usually put it up as from my general friend, but as he's watching this break down, he's seeing the real agenda that's always been there. And the real agenda, ladies and gentlemen, is simply this. Imagine every prison in America where black Muslims, and black Muslims, it's the number one recruiting uh, religion in the prisons of America, are released simultaneously. Imagine when that army is released and they're already pre-given firearms that have been stationed throughout the country through years in nondescript warehouses. Imagine that the very people that should be protecting this country, and it doesn't matter if it's in the intelligence, the military, under the current structure, almost the majority of them are Muslims or converts to Islam. So here's what I'm saying. The Christians have got to understand you're the target now. The Christians have got to understand that a lackadaisical faith will not protect them. The Christians have got to understand that they must have a breakthrough encounter with the living God and the power of the Holy Spirit. The Christians must understand that the Word of God is not against self-defense, is not against protection of the family, and the Christians have got to basically quit trying to tear down those who are warning. You know, and now I understand, too. I understand the scripture when it says God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, okay? I get it. And it's not because it's not presented. It's because they don't want to receive it. I put up an article on my website today. Might as well touch on this because it's critical. When I went on talk radio, however many years ago, two and a half decades That's a lot of decades ago, I guess. The point (laughs) being is that the two most important shows I did at the beginning, at the beginning, and I was really green, maybe still am, but greener then, I didn't know how to do talk radio. I just got on and started talking. But the two most important commodities in the coming years would be fresh water and food, okay? Right now, Sheila, the food issue is dire. 132 volcanoes are in the stages of going off or imminent eruption. This is on Volcano World, and and people can go on my website and read it. 
32 active volcanoes, and the one at Popo in Mexico City a couple days ago, I don't know if you saw those pictures, but it was a prophetic picture. It was a mushroom cloud that was so perfect, you didn't have to twist your mind to say, well, is this a mushroom cloud or not? I think God has sent warning after warning, and what happens when there's a famine for the Word of God, the Word of God, His Word, is you see famine in the land. You run back to the year, uh, you know, of Tambora going off in the South Pacific, and there was a total year without summer. You know, I think it's fascinating. Someone said, do you, Steve Quayle, believe in global warming? I said, I believe in geoengineering, which is, yes, I believe in it, because it's called HARP with another 199 patents, not for the reasons they do. Do I believe volcanoes affect the Earth's atmosphere? I said, yes, because before HARP, we can tell from ash residue, tree rings, there's so many ways to, to look, strata, you know, obviously volcanic eruptions. So I'm telling people, Sheila, on your show tonight, too, is that the number one critical thing they must get now is food. Obviously, people say, should I buy silver, should I buy gold? Not if you haven't bought food. And when I say food, I get the three-week period. Well, my my church, no names of the church, said we might have to be ready for 21 days of interruption. Do you think it will really be that long? Okay, my answer, no, it'll be worse. Once it goes bad, it doesn't get better. See, that's the mindset of Americans. We have a video game perception of reality that basically, you know, hey, if you get shot, you just press a reset button, you pop up on your feet to fight again. Well, you run out of food, you go to the FEMA camps. You really think the FEMA camps are set up to feed you? No. The slaughter that's coming. And see, nobody wants to deal with that. Look, you know what's going on. I know what's going on. A lot of people know what's going on that listen to us. But it's one thing to know what's going on, and it's another thing to be emotionally or even psychologically prepared to deal with it. And i got to tell you something. I'm seeing meltdown. I'm sure you are, too. And the, how do I say this, the standard denying bunch that says God will take care of me. My answer to that is faith without works is dead. Of course God will take care of you. But you'd better make sure that you are in a position from God to have practiced authoritarian praying and in a position to have seen God provide for you and to know that God, as King David, you know, I am now old, but I was once young, and I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. So I would encourage people to get food. Sheila, and, and this isn't because, you know, there's food for sale on my website, there's food for sale on every website. I've told people this, if 800 people decided to bring the phone and go to every distributor in America within a matter of days, three probably or less, it's all gone. With transportation, the Baltic Dry Index, with trucking companies going out of business, very little happening. And then you've got the hoarding by the federal government and their deep underground military bases. That's why there's no medicine. That's why all these rules are existing. And then we've got all the communicable diseases. This is a perfect disaster. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm urging you, I'm urging you. And I'm, by the way, it's not just food. You know, it doesn't do any good 
good to basically have an, what, an emergency food pie, I'll say, and that the sucker's loaded with glyphosate or high fructose corn syrup, M&Ms and high fructose corn syrup, you know, and I want to make a pitch because the stuff is good. You know, Numana Food on my website, on the right-hand side, those guys have organic, they have non-GMO, they make it clear, not only certified organic, and even the meat dishes, no hormones in the chicken. Well, what most people don't understand about the emasculation of the American male is not just because they're drinking water with xenoestrogens in it, they're also eating meats with xenoestrogen in it. So, you know, you're dealing with all of the cattle hormones, you're dealing with all the poultry hormones, the pork hormones, and those are all having effect. Then you get into all of the black uh, science, black science meaning the secret science that most people don't even know exists, and they can, uh, by radio waves and other forms of energy transmission, articulate specific forms of viruses and accelerate hormone production. So in other words, you're getting a cocktail made from literally the cauldrons of hell with a smiling bartender, and the smiling bartender promises it's going to be the best thing you ever drank, but you're going to be dead in five minutes. That's a poor metaphor, but that's trying to get people to understand. So food, 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 food. People say, well, you don't trust God. We've already done that show. Yes, I do. And he called me, and Joseph trusted God, and Noah trusted God. You know, those who obeyed God, isn't it amazing? The people who obey God always bring deliverance to those who maybe didn't or who couldn't at the time. It doesn't matter if it's Moses, doesn't matter if it's Joshua Caleb, Noah, of course, Joseph, all the way into the New Testament. And we're at a point now where what I call silly theology won't save anybody's life, okay? And the idea that people can somehow just go on tiptoeing away or slip-sliding away, they've got to understand it's not about a temporary situation being remedied. It's about their eternal destiny. And that's what's lost, because obviously if there's no hell, you don't have to worry about Jesus, you don't have to worry about repentance, you don't have to worry about anything. I just download my mind into a body that's been prepared for me in a lab. Oh, guess what? The body is more cybernetic than human. And now you've got some of the richest guys in the world saying they fear AI, Elon Musk is one of them. And then you've got the other rich guys who just can't wait to get it into production so they can download their brain and live forever. You shall not surely die, and you shall be as gods. The point is, is what was on the front of Drudge the other day, that unless you upload, you won't be fit for the society. Sheila, where is the disconnect? Go ahead. Well, you know, when you have Obama's controlled demolition of America, I mean, that leaves the door wide open to advance the cause of jihad. You've got the left blaming guns, America's freedoms under attack. Well, the U.S., hey, they're just going to give billions to Afghan funding until 2020. So, Steve, the system's been clearly organized in this very incremental look at the domestication the amplified and augmented as you said were culturally degenerate the basic craziness we've got this brave new babylon it's 10 times worse because as you said we live in this video game augmented culture we've engineered a mastercized economy collapse so hey you can use the starvation as a tool for leverage and subjugation turn in your weapons go to the re-education camps they'll give you food look at stalin's soviet union genocide Lenin's Russia, Hitler's Germany, Idi Amin, the butcher of Uganda. There's that same tread pattern here. 
And all while the pulpit permeating pew-cladded plebeians, it's crickets chirping with those guys. And as you've said, the culmination, the coalescence of all of this, it's the perfect storm, Steve. It is. But here's the thing that... How would you say this, okay? Because I've tried, and see, I've tried for 25 years. How do you say, in a term, a shakedown, takedown, end of all you know, how do you say that to get through? And my answer is, I don't think people will listen to any words anymore unless they absolutely can't. I think we have gone through, what, techno-zombification, okay? I've watched, and, and it was interesting because I was watching people over the weekend, uh, you know, just with their uh, smartphones. And for the record, I pretty much pitched my smartphone, gone back to a flip. And they're totally disassociated from that which is going on around them. And I challenge everybody, watch the young people. So if people understand how a digital camera works, let me just touch on this a bit. Digital cameras work on little pixels of light, P-I-X-E-L, pixels of light, which are basically just picture elements. Everything's a photon at the bottom uh, level of creation. Imagine that every image you're watching on the computer screen, that something's coming at you because the human mind, the brain is what puts things together, and that it's coming at you and it's telling you resistance is futile. You must repent, turn to Islam. Turn away on Jesus. God doesn't love you. Whatever the lie is, but it's coming through. If you look at the finest photograph in the world, okay, with the most pixels, like a gigapixel, you know, the cameras that the government has that can spot anybody in a crowd of 50,000 with extreme detail, when you get down to the smallest definable or identifiable element of that, you're dealing with an individual pixel, a little square or a circle of light, okay? So what does that mean? That means that the only way you can account for where this country has come is by the churches and the pukes in the pulpit not preaching the word of God, but also the mind control, the technology that supposedly frees us only ensnares us. Think about it. Wasn't your life a lot more or less complicated when news, when we used to do newsletters, you used to be able to put on a newsletter once a month. Now people get mad if on websites they go to them 15 times or 20 times a day and it's not continually updated. Now we know that that's going to shut down. We see the United Nations taking control of the internet. We see you can't get on the internet. We see, uh, by the way, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Splitter, Splatter, they're all censoring me. Any stories that anybody tries to forward off my website through a Twitter account, you know, here's the answer to that. Don't use those mailboxes. Go on, you know, whatever other browser and send them or do something. But I mean, I just, I'm seeing it every day. You know, people are saying, do you know they're censoring you? Hello? (laughs) Of course I know they're censoring me. When I was on shortwave radio, I had the dubious distinction, now Hawk shares it with me, of being the most cut-off guy in broadcast. So I told the naysayers, they said, you're just imagining it. You think you're more important than you really are. So a certain guy, when he quit, a certain world-famous shortwave said, Steve, we were threatened if we told you what was going on, but we were to detune our amplifier's power, we were to reorient our antennas, and to do everything we could. And they even moved one of their guys in as a, quote, assistant engineer to make sure it happened. Unreal. 
that's a true story. So the deal is, is that here's where we're at. Pretty soon, people will not be able to hear, quote, what they're hearing now. I advise everybody that you, you've got a favorite Sheila show, a favorite Steve show, whoever. You've got the most, you know, the information. For the record, that's why I will not put out any of my books on electronic format, okay? Because they can be changed, they can be blocked. That's why it's like Fahrenheit 451, Ray Bradbury's novel. That's the uh, temperature by which the, the books burn. And if you were caught with a book, I mean, you went to prison or worse. Well, guess what? Now, the truth is so frightening to them. It's the lights. It's, it's like the, they want to put the light out. Jesus is the light of the world. And they're killing openly, murdering, slaughtering, butchering our brethren and the sissies and their need for ever-changing diapers and their Prozac dipped binkies and their hallelujah each other love fests on their blogs they don't get it they are not going to escape it because here's the deal we know from god's holy word the bible and revelation hasn't changed you can't say well this passage doesn't mean this by the way david langford tonight's going to be preaching one of the most powerful teaching on the whole issue that the bible's changing translations can change but god's jealous over his word to perform it and it says he esteems his word above his name so now you've got a whole bunch of people out there all worried that they're not really hearing from god because they're reading a wrong translation Seriously, if God is jealous over his word to perform it, that doesn't mean he sanctions screwball interpretations or anything, but we can count on him to make sure that those with open hearts hear the word of God. So everything that we're seeing now is half God said. Does it not surprise you? the denigration of Jesus Christ. Does it not surprise you? It does me, Sheila. And, you know, I mean, I live in, uh, it seems like, information worlds that are off-planet. That's a true statement. Galaxies that most people don't know are occupied. And people who live in those things jump space and all the wildest technology out there. And yet, it still is astonishing to me that people just won't get it together and begin to stand for the living God and stand up for Jesus Christ. It boggles my mind. Not that I didn't understand the scripture that a great falling away will come and is already here, but do you know what I mean at the heart of the matter? I know this scripture. I know it. I'm one of the guys who's been talking about it for the longest amount of time. But you know what? At the end of the day, when God has done so much, given so much, forgiven so much, given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, it just saddens me. It truly does. Yeah, I feel your pain, Steve. It's actually deeply heartbreaking. And it's frustrating when we try to warn people and wake up the sheep out of this dystopic trance, and you're castigated, reviled, and mocked, and loathed. The jackals, hyenas, and piranhas, they attack you from all sides because we aren't politically correct. I did a show with Pastor Langford last week about the LGTB and what the scriptures say. And let me tell you, I was stunned with the emails. I was relegated to the depths of the damned. And those were the nice ones. Come on, you're a race baiting bigot, Sheila, with your hate breeding conservative Christian views. Sheila, as a woman, you should support the feminists, support women that want abortion and the plight of the Middle Eastern women. Sure, why don't I throw in a hijab like the Ramadan tweet of Hillary? What a joke. That's trendy, by the way, with these liberals now. The unbelievable cognitive dissonance. Steve, you coined the phrase rape again. 
Thousands of these women are raped and butchered and mutilated. No one bats an eye. Where's the outcry from these feminists with these 19-year-old Yazidi girls put in cages and burned alive for refusing sex with the caliphate? Then you've got Hillary Clinton pushing her U.S. program countering violent extremism and an international one, UN Resolution. Look this up, folks, 1618, both of which are designed to prevent any criticism of Islam. Oh, that's right, Attorney General Loretta Lynch mob says, hey, we're not going to tolerate any anti-Muslim rhetoric. Are you kidding me? We've been infiltrated at the highest level. CIA Director John Branham, a Muslim, Obama's handpicked senior advisors, a communist and a Muslim with ties to terrorists. Good old Valerie Jarrett, need I say more? And let's not forget our pal Lois Lerner, IRS Director, implicated in providing materials to, oh, guess who? Malik Obama. Hmm. Gee, in Obama's tenure in office, he oddly was silent about that little tidbit of info that his half-brother in charge of finances and arms procurement for the Muslim Brotherhood. And then, as you alluded to, this one-world Marxist pope running around, the poster boy for this ecumenical movement, a guest speaker at this big event in July in D.C. with this loosey-goosey, loose-knit, eclectic mishmash of the who's who in the charismatic movement. Hey, kumbaya, let's join hands. You got good old Rick Chrislam Warren out there just last week again saying, hey, we need to really aggressively fire up that dialogue with each church because we need to show churches how much we have in common with Islam. Hey, after all, we serve Allah. Are you kidding me, Steve? This stuff... (laughs) is right straight from the pit of hell. It is, and it will come to this, that the word of man, or the word of the committee, okay, they will be the ones handing out death sentences. You mark my words. Those who are at that, and I don't know which ones, God only knows, but many of those people that are lifting their hands supposedly to heaven under this false unity. By the way, Sheila, let me make this clear. There's only one way to have unity, and that's unity in the Spirit of God. You cannot drink of the cup of devils in the Lord's cup. That's what Paul says. And this is what people are trying to do. They're trying to sit down with Satan and have a conversation with him when he holds them in total contempt. The idea that charismatics, some of these people are charismatic, Pentecostals, those that believed in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, across a broad spectrum of uh, professing Christianity, are being so taken in by this. There's a difference between Jesus Christ being the mediator between God and man, and Mary. And most people that, including, and by the way, I'm not a Catholic basher, I have friends that are Two of my best friends are Catholics, so there's no issue there, but they love Jesus. And yes, it's possible to be a Catholic and love Jesus. But the point is, is that they talk more about their relationship with him than they do about the relationship with the Pope. And I said this 22 years ago, I think 23 years ago, that the day would come when the battle that will take place in the Catholic Church will absolutely supersede anything that anyone imagined. Is it 1.3 billion Catholics? Maybe more than that. So imagine 650 million against 650 million, and every man's sword will be against his brother. And, and listen, I get this all the time, I'm sure you do. Well, Albert Pike really didn't write the letter to Mazzini, or Mazzini didn't really write the letter to Albert Pike. It's all just made up, and it was made up in the early 20th century. Hey, it doesn't matter who made it. It doesn't even matter who wrote it. At this point, it's all implemented. We will turn the Jews and the Mohammedans and the Christians against each other. And when they've killed every, I'm paraphrasing, when they killed everybody else, 
when they've killed each other off, will bring about the pure doctrine of Lucifer. That's, by the way, Albert Pike and World War III, if you want to go look it up. I'm having Masons emailing me and, and, and saying, I'm a Christian, I'm a Mason. I said, you're more concerned with your Masonry than Jesus Christ. I said, you show me where your secret oath is even scripturally validated. Jesus said, let your yeas be yeas and your nays be nay, for any more than that is sin. Remember the scripture? Yeah. I said, you vowed to have horrible things done to you if you speak any of the secrets. Well, I tell you what, that's why Jesus made it clear. He said, anything I've done, I've done in the open. He didn't meet secretly in the hidden rooms of uh, Jerusalem, you know, to plot and plan a world takeover. He manifested the love of God, the power of God, the redemption of God, and the purpose of God in the streets during the days, and he did what he did so that all men might see that the light of the world doesn't have to hang out in shadows. Mm, That's good. Well, I mean, here's the bottom line. In the waning moment, Steve, could we be maybe looking at this culmination to what evoke massive civil unrest, then maybe what Barack Obama declares a state of emergency, and then the the election gets postponed, enter martial law, bathhouse Barry, what he stays in office, God forbid, another two years until law and order can be restored. What's the potential situation or the end game here, Steve? Well, I think I think if they can't uh, steal the election. Remember, Sheila, it's not who casts the votes that counts, but it's who counts the votes that counts. I would say this, they'll do anything including World War III. It's insanity. I think Vladimir Putin has made it clear that the Russians have the ability to take out our most advanced weapon systems, and the fact that, you know, listen, NATO's encircling Russia. What, you know, we know all of this setup that took place, Victoria Newland being heard on tape. We know all the rhetoric, you know. I think I told my radio crew that I parted company with a friend of mine who said we should go to war with Russia. I And I told my wife, I said, thank God the Holy Ghost was in control of me, even through my fit of anger, because if I had a wine bottle, it would have been probably used as a club. And that's from a Christian, okay? And now I would never do that, okay? Just so people know, I don't do that. But when you get Christians basically edging for world war against Russia, and what has Russia done? Russia, let me share this. I understand the Bolshevik Revolution. I understand the siege of Stalingrad. I understand so much that I'm telling you people, the powers that be have written history. Now, look. I am not a communist. Do I support them in any way, shape, or form? But what you're watching is you're watching a political arena that makes the uh, Stasi look like Little League, the East German secret police. And basically, you're watching the complete. I want to make this clear. The United States is going through a complete communist slash Islamic takeover. It's at the highest levels of government. doesn't matter if it's a military. doesn't matter if it's intelligence. doesn't matter if it's a financing. They are all preparing the world for the return of Lucifer. They are all in depth at the highest levels. And Sheila, I've also said this. I know that I know that I know that it's the fallen angels that run the world's governments. And remember this. Jesus himself said those guys could appear as an angel of light. Satan himself did. But I'm not talking about demons. A demon's a disembodied spirit of a giant. I'm not talking about giants. They can't shape shift. I'm talking about 
fallen angels. So, you know, the idea that all this fallen angel stuff is, why do you guys talk about that ridiculous stuff? Well, that ridiculous stuff is because Jesus said, just as in the days of Noah, so would it be in the days leading up to the coming of the Son of Man. That's where we're at right now, ladies and gentlemen. So the monsters used to mock me over, they're coming out of test tubes. They're also coming out of the ground. They're also coming out of the sky. People are encountering things that you would have thought would only have been the fairy tales, myths, or legends of antiquity. And they're happening every day. And Sheila, interestingly enough, it's God's people that respond to me and tell me this stuff. Or people ask me how they can come to know Jesus, because that's the only protection there is. Well, I'll tell you what, Steve, when people start getting manhandled by demons, and as you've always said, lust is the appetite of demons expressed through humans. I absolutely always remembered that quote. I love it. And that is so true. What does it say there in Luke 21? Men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming upon the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. I'll tell you what, there's a few folks going to get shaken up already. We're seeing a ubiquitous plethora of demonic activity all over the globe. It's increasing everywhere. And I think that's only scratching the surface of what's to come. Steve, in the waning moments, please do for the new listeners, give out your website and how people can look at your Q alerts, get your books and check out all your handiwork. On my website, www.stevequayle.com, probably the most important stuff I put up there hourly or as it comes into me is on the alerts. Uh, I sometimes ask for validation if I can't. If you see alert go up and I, it doesn't stay up, that means I couldn't validate it. You know, I'm one person, Sheila, and at 18 hours a day on my website and trying to do talk radio, as I just shared with your radio program, Doug's and Coast to Coast, I'll be on, I think, six hours today. And why I'm rushing is because even as, again, I promise you, as I was in the shower today, you know, before we got together for this interview, I got it again in my spirit. Steve, warn my people, the night now is upon them. That doesn't mean you go out and don't see the sun, but that means the darkest time in prophetic history is now upon us. God is going to do what he's going to do. And as David Langford said, he said, the spirit of God, when God raises up, you know, and basically rises to, uh, how should I say this, judge and uh take the wicked in their own devices. I'm telling you this, we all better be on our faces, crying out to God for his mercy. And I'm not talking about trying to do penance. I'm only saying this, that trust in the Lord with all our hearts, lean not unto our own understanding, and all our ways acknowledge him, and he'll direct my paths. That's the only way any of us are going to make it, because God's word is a light unto our path. And that's the only light we can walk, Sheila. Everything else is like a minefield and basically a slippery staircase into eternal damnation. Well, you've ended on a perfect note. I know you've got a great series coming out. Now, what's the release date of your second DVD? Just give that out in the waning moments. Well, it's going to be, I believe, available for digital download on the 21st to 25th. The reason we got behind is just because we had so much important data. It was just like we thought we were over and God said, I'm going to put a comma into the production of this thing, and I want to show you something, and it was mind-blowing. i got to share this. It is, with no exaggeration, ten times more information, faster moving, and it's two and a half hours. It's a double DVD set, okay? And they can't order that yet, because if they did, my people that fulfill orders would go crazy. But it's important that people get True Legends of the Series, you know, Episode 1, which is on my website, 
stevequail.com, or they can go on truelegendsoftheseries.com and download it or rent it, whatever. But they need that. And it's not that they couldn't understand, but I promise you, you will also watch, Sheila, mark my words, others will come after me using this stuff and claim it to be their own. Yeah, well, that's unfortunate. Well, thank you, Steve, in everything that you do, certainly the last 30 years, warning the people, being a watchman on the wall. Steve, thank you for taking the time to come by today. Bye-bye, Sheila. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Folks, that was Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com. Do go check out his alerts. And as he said, get True Legends, the documentary film series. As he said, the next one's coming out. If you don't have the first one, technology of the fallen you can get it by just simply going to stevequail.com and click on the true legends icon there on his website and speaking of true legends the one and only tom horn and chris putnam are going to stop by on thursday to get into their new book incredible information they're going to lay out you don't want to miss thursday's show and then friday the one and only minister from texas carla butod That is going to be a very powerful show. Hey, don't forget, like me on social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, and especially YouTube, because some of these shows hit there before they even populate to the podcast. And lastly, I do want to remind people that this broadcast is 100% listener supported. So if you would like to support the program, go to weekendvigilante.com and you will see a donate button on the menu. There really is very few programs like this on the air. So I hope you'll consider supporting my work. Thank you so much for tuning in to the broadcast today. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night and God bless you.